Hello and welcome to the NFL Preview Show powered by Odds Checker. I'm Tom Julian. This is Ben McClymont. And Ben, we are here once again looking at all the action from week three and uh, looking ahead to week four as well. Yep, exciting times and a big, big thing happened this week, Tom. The Cleveland Browns won the game of football. What's Yay. happening? What's happening in the NFL, Ben? When the Browns are winning, the Pats are losing, the world's turned on its head. It the Bills are thrashing people. The Bills are good again, or are Not they? Good again, no. Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's talk about that Cleveland Browns 21-17 in the Thursday night football matchup against the New York Jets. Ben, you watched it from first to last I down. Did. How did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. I did not intend to watch it from first to last down. I kind of needed to do something the next day. But when, <laughs> when Baker Mayfield came in, I couldn't not stop watching. Uh, Tyra Taylor was 4 for 14 with 19 yards. Yeah, that's pathetic. He threw for 19 yards. And they kept scheming up these horrible plays on like third and six where he'd, he'd like RPO or kind of like run pass option and he'd run himself and it would, and it would go nowhere. And they did it like at least twice, three times. It just was horrible. And then he went down with a weird-looking concussion. Injury. Yeah, like it didn't. I didn't. It didn't look like his head got kind of really bashed. But it's like do Hugh we Jackson think, was just get off, come on, say, get in the tent. Do we think that this was an actual concussion, or do you think it was like, all right? I think Tyra, Mayfield, went, Mayfield went out there and threw a pick straight away. Yeah, Taylor comes out for the start of the second half. Yeah. That's what I kind of think. But yeah. didn't happen. Mayfield came out. Led a drive straight away, and he made some outrageous throws. Like it wasn't like suddenly the field was open. He made a couple of really tight throws to Landry, got Njoku involved in the passing in the passing game straight away, and then in the second half they they couldn't be stopped, and it just looked like they, it was their time. Yeah, it's it's exciting. Everyone kind of has that feel good factor about the Browns because it got to the point where they hadn't won in in two years and it was just sad at this point wasn't it 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 wasn't fun you just wanted to win and the Jets obviously are no no major force but this has been coming for the Browns you know they they played well in their first two weeks and uh, and now they're off the they're off the mat as they say, and, and hopefully the Browns can kick off from it. Yeah, hopefully. And I think there's, a, there's a, few, a few things they can lean on. The defence being one, Garrett's now got four sacks of the season, so that's joint leading the NFL. Uh, defence, another two interceptions this week. Uh, Ward, the new cornerback, first round pick looks great. Jarvis Landry, another 100 yard game. Hyde ran for 19 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and he's hit a baby on the way as well, so it's nice. <laughs> My goodness. Nice for him. Yeah, what a day. Um, but yeah, I think it also helped that Darnold didn't whip their ass and it'd be like, oh, well, you passed another top quarterback. Yeah. It looks like they've made a good decision on the quarterback. But Finally. the Jets have made a good decision as well, I think. Well, he's, he's young. He's only 21. Of course he is. He's got a long, long way to go. I don't think the Jets are particularly expecting anything from this season, even though the AFC East is so open at the moment. But the, the Browns have this opportunity to now win again. Like They've got the Raiders this yeah. coming week and, and the Raiders are slight favourites of 5-7. to seven, But I don't know... Why, particularly? Because no. the Browns have enough to do Oakland. Yeah, Raiders, Raiders have been in every game. They're not getting blown away. Mm. But the Browns legitimately are a decent team. So I would not shy away from backing the Browns anymore. 13-10 to 10 to win the Browns. Oh, on the road. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. What else happened in week three, Ben? One of the weirdest things of the <laughs> week, I would say, is the fact that the Miami Dolphins are 3-0. and out. Yeah, the that- Magic Dolphins. They are... <laughs> Magic Dolphins. I don't know. Yeah, all right. nickname. I'll take it. Um, I don't... They do not excite me in any way, the Dolphins. I've no. watched them a couple of times. Their defence does look a little bit legitimate, though. Cameron Wake, uh, got Robert Quinn. Xavier Howard looks good. Everyone's raving about Xavier Howard, don't they? He had a great takeaway in, like, the 
deep ball to the bottom, the end of the, the bottom left-hand corner of the end zone, and he just reached up and, and stole it away. Yeah. So he does look he does look very good, but on, on offense, how many times they rush the ball? They rushed the ball. 11 times for 15 yards. Yeah. Like, that's not going to get it done, especially when you're, when you're going into New England and games like this. Fair play. They've, they've won, and they, they've schemed up a couple of really nice plays. They've schemed a lot so far today. But two <laughs> end arounds, like jet sweeps for touchdowns, one to the left, one to the right. So there, there's some invention there, and it's nice. And Ryan Tannehill's controlling the game really well. Controlling sounds horrible, but he is controlling the game really well. And they're a good team, but I can't see them... They could make the playoffs. Yeah, could they make the playoffs? I hope not because they, they, they don't excite me like what you. What about the division that they're in? Well, we've already talked a little bit about the AFC East already, and it's it's so open. And we're going to talk more about the Dolphins with their matchup against the Patriots. Huge game early doors um, on Sunday night, but the Dolphins have every chance. Yeah. But I think the AFC is more open than I can remember it. To be yeah. honest, it's. It, Usually it's uh, it's Patriots then everybody else, but yeah. you know that the Patriots are going to the big game now. Patriots are one and two. They don't look particularly good. They never start particularly well. No. But they're going to the playoffs, too, aren't they? I would think so. Yeah, I mean, I think so. They're definitely going. Well, they slip down to one and three, and then you start to build yourself a bit yeah. of a a bit of a hole. I don't have the schedule right in front of me for the Patriots, but there are more and more good teams in the AFC, and there's going to be more and more competition. Uh, especially with, with uh, teams like the Chiefs and the Jags. and Well, the Jags look terrible on Sunday, but the, 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 you see what I'm, I'm trying yeah. to say. And the AFC North as well looking very, very strong. AFC North is looking very strong. Yeah, we will see. And the, and the West, you've got the Chiefs who are on fire. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of teams that are going to want to want to take advantage of the Patriots playing so poorly. Yeah, and it, it does open up everything. Because even the Steelers, who are also the... Like the franchise team of the AFC, they they're not exactly flying, so it is very open for a few teams to steal in. Yeah, well, we shall see. What did you make of the Washington Redskins and their win against the Green Bay Packers, Benny? They're surprising me this year. They're kind of legitimate, and I think they're actually very, very good. <laughs> um, they're I think they're made for playoff football. They're made for winter football. They play outside. They're made for winter football. They've got a really good O line. Peterman for 100. They play outside. No, but, in the, but then people have got to come to them. And yeah, play I understand outside. what you mean. It just like, sounds funny. Yeah, they play outside. Go on, sorry. I interrupted um, your flow. So, Peterson, 120 yards, two touchdowns. And it's not like there's some holes there, but he's like jump cutting around and then he's got, he's got speed to burn. I don't know where he's come from. He's 33, but he's burning people around the outside. He's stiff, arm, stiff arming through the middle. Anytime someone comes to tackle him, he's the one who's going forwards. It's like the old Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Um, they, Alex Smith is looking good. He had an off week last week, but you kind of know what you're going to get in this game. It was 220 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, but went, there was one deep ball to Richardson, which he claimed 46 yards for a touchdown, and everything else as he used to tight end well. They were the leading receivers, actually. They had six receptions between them, 70 yards and 65 yards uh, respectively. So there's a lot of control, and then they can pop it over the top, and then they can use it... Um, Peterson to kind of control the game again. I say, Alex Smith gets controlled a lot. Yeah, but that's kind of what the Redskins are. Do you think that the Redskins now can kick on and be a force, a force to be reckoned with? Yes, if one man who had a big game this week, Jonathan Allen, mm -hmm. big defensive end, first round pick last year, didn't get up to much, two sacked this game. If he can become a bit of a wrecking ball, then that just opens the game up, doesn't it? Like you know what it's like if you can get someone big who's who's 
causing trouble. You see it with the Bears this year. You put Mac on that team, suddenly yeah. stuff starts happening. Yeah. But what about this division? Do you think that they can cause an upset in this division? Because it's but no one really knows what's happening there. No, the NFL seems to have gone crazy in week three, right? Like every every storyline that you were starting to write, you were just getting getting in with the Bills being terrible, with the with the Browns not being able to win again, with the um, I don't know the Lions being awful, those kind of things. There's been things that have just thrown it up and, and the Redskins are another one of those teams where we just don't know what we're getting no. yet. When, and that whole division is confusing and I don't understand it, Ben, and I, I think we're going to need another week to work out exactly who everybody is there yeah. and, and work out some sort of pecking order. Yeah. Who do you think? Who's going to come top? In the East? In the East. Um, I'll put the Redskins up there. I'll put the Eagles up there as well. Yeah. Cowboys are poorish. No Giants. Giants. Giants could be anything. I don't know about the Giants yet. Eli Manning is so crucial for the New yeah. York Giants, isn't he? He's yeah. so uh, important, and, and if he can get it together, and they've got a big, big game uh, against the Saints this weekend, and if, if they can show something against the Saints, they can show something against anybody. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk briefly, very briefly, about Patrick Mahomes, because okay. he continues to go crazy. Yeah. 3-0 and for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they're the best-scoring offence uh, in terms of points um, in the NFL right now. Mahomes shows no sign of, sh- of slowing down at all. Their Monday night football against their division rival, the Broncos. Is it going to stop? Is the magic going to stop for Patrick Mahomes this week? No, he hasn't thrown an interception yet. <laughs> the guy can do no wrong. Uh, 314 yards again this week. And now he's, Kels, he's got Kels, he's got Watkins, he's got... Uh, um, what's he called? Tariq Hill. How yeah. do I forget Hill? Um, but that's the thing, they're scoring third, they're scored a minimum of 38 points every week. They're just on fire. The one thing is, they can't really run the football. It's 44 yards again last week. Um, so Kareem Hunt, 168 yards for the year, 3.2 average. My only concern is if Mahomes does go off the ball just even a little bit, and people kind of stop the, the passing game, can they run the football through big big front seven? They're also 31st in passing defence, uh, whereas yeah. the Broncos rank about 7th, I think, in uh, passing attack. So... There's, I mean, there's a mismatch there, and if if um, if they can get it going, Denver, and there's, I mean, every team has a lull, right? Yeah. They've got to go to Mile High, which is a tough place to play. And there's a there's a potential there for a little bit of an upset. Bit of a shootout. Case Keenum loves loves throwing it as well. It could open up real early. I think it has to be a bad day for the Chiefs' offense. Yeah. Um, but we shall see about that one. We'll come on to that one game in a little bit as well. But first. We've got a whole range of 6pm, 9pm games to talk about on the yeah. Sunday night. Well, let's talk about some week four matchups, Thomas. We have the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. What, are you my mum calling me Thomas? I don't know. I like it. Um, yeah, six o'clock on Sky Sports Action. Yeah. Dolphins at the Patriots. Not a game that typically excites me, but this could be a little sneaky matchup. It's a weird one because the Dolphins are. 3-0, and yet they're boring, and then they're, they're not getting the juices flowing, yeah. quite frankly. And the Patriots, on the flip side of that, are 1-2, and two, coming off a stinking loss against the Detroit Lions. And they were boring in that game. Yeah, and, and the, the Patriots, for the first time in my fandom, look one-dimensional. They can't find... Well, they don't have any receivers. They have three wide receivers dressed for the Sunday game. Uh, Philip Dorsett, Chris Hogan, and Cordero Patterson. Yeah. You know, all you've got 
to target is Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. He's your only option here. Uh, they're getting Sony Michelle back at running back, the rookie, uh, rookie running back who could be exciting. But do you think they're being very one-dimensional with him? They're used to like a real like backfield, mismatch backfield. They seem to be pushing Michelle, and he's not getting it done. Yeah, I do. I, I, I just don't think that Josh McDaniels and, and Bill Belichick, they know what they've got yet. No. And often we see this with the Patriots, that they take the first four weeks like it's pre-season and they work it out and often they're two and two. So they come out and they win this game, no problem with the Patriots. They lose this game, they're one and three, the Dolphins are four and oh, and that's quite a, uh, that's quite a way to climb back into, into the AFC East. I, it's a, it's a, to me, it seems like a huge game for the Dolphins, but a, but a normal game for the Patriots. Does no, that but make what, sense? what you just said, surely it's a big game for the Patriots, because they don't want to be making up the three-game difference. Well, yeah, that's what I mean, though. So if, if the Dolphins win, it's absolutely huge. If the yeah. Patriots win, it's like, right, back to normal. We can still get it done. Let's go again. Still and you get Edelman back again next week. Um, and as the next week. Yeah, okay, his, yeah, his suspension finishes. Uh, he misses this game, and then he's back. So if Josh Gordon fits in like everyone hopes, and you get Edelman, Suddenly you've got a whole new passing attack, haven't you? Totally, yeah. But who knows what Josh Gordon is? You know, it's yes. been so long since we saw that dynamic wide receiver that led the that led the league in rushing, um, and uh, led the league in receiving. Sorry, and um, we we just don't know who he is right now. And no. it's a huge job to learn Belichick's playbook. Josh Gordon's shown that maybe he's not the most dedicated at yeah. off the field activities. I really am interested to see how that one will work out. Yeah, I am too, but the, the Patriots are heavy favourites for 4-11 to 11 against yeah. the Dolphins at 53-20, to 20, a big outside shot. You still... You, Dolphins? Well, the points is uh, 6.5, so, so obviously like, give it, giving that 6.5 to the Dolphins, I quite like that. Do you? Yeah, just to make it interesting. I, I think the Patriots will win, but I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. So I would give the 6.5 points to the, to the Dolphins and, uh, and back that at evens. To me... Uh, the, the, the points total is at about 47, that's where the line is, uh, and that's a, uh, you can get that at 21 to 20, I think that's good value, to be honest. Over, under. I would go under 47. I'd go under as well. I think it's going to be a low scoring one, uh, and potentially not the most exciting game, but it's going to be a grinding game. Yeah, real grinder. I've actually got a cheeky Dolphins half-time, Patriots full-time, because I think the Patriots might struggle when they right. really turn it round, and that's at 71 to 10, that's big odds. You like it, don't I you? Really like it. All right, well, we'll go with that. Let's move on to another 6 p.m. game. Uh, one that tempts me more, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised that... It tempts you? That... At all? Yeah, no, that tempts me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but before the season... Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, sorry. What, what I was going to say was, I'm surprised that the, the uh, Sky haven't gone with this game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Chicago Bears. Um, two teams that are very, very interesting to me. Obviously... Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, the, the magic's gone. They lost against the Steelers. <laughs> and Ryan Fitzpatrick's done now, Ben. He's over. He's he still th- threw four yards. He still threw three interceptions <laughs> in one, one quarter. So we're starting to maybe see what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Or are we not? Is he still the man for you? Oh, he's, the, he's, he's the man for at least another couple of weeks because Winston's not getting a look in yet. So James Winston is officially uh, available for selection yeah. at quarterback this week. Uh, Dirk Cutter has... Technically, he has a decision to make. I don't think he does. I agree with you. Yeah, I think he said that it's, it's not directly to a camera, but he said that it's 
is, is Fitzpatrick's team at the moment. Yeah, he said he had to speak to Jameis in person and all this kind of stuff, but everything sounds like Fitzpatrick is going to be the man, and it would be ridiculous if they didn't. He's the first passer in NFL history, Ben, to eclipse 400 yards in three, uh, three straight games. Nice little legacy he's leaving behind, isn't he? Yeah, he loves a little... Uh, Loves a little um, record. Um, so they've got a 2-1 record, the Bucks. Yeah. The, uh, so are the Bears. So are the Bears. And it's at Soldier Field in Chicago. Ben, how do you see this one going? I like to think that this will be good for the Bears. I know they've got a big passing attack, um, the Buccaneers, but I think that Bears defence has... This is a chance for the Bears to prove what they are. It's both teams' chance, really, because if, if they get the 3-1 and one in their respective divisions, and they've both got a chance to kind of make it make it big time, make it to the playoffs, but I think the Bears need to prove themselves now. A big a big offence coming in, can they shut down? I've been thinking about this game quite a lot, uh, which is weird. Uh, obviously not doing too much work. And I've been going from, Bears are definitely going to win this one too. I fancy the Bucks in this one. Yeah. I think, well, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle because I feel like the Bears' defence is so good and yet Mitchell Trubisky is not there yet. No. He, he's overthrowing passes, uh, uh, pass catchers uh, Alan Robinson he missed on a touchdown opportunity the other day Taylor Gabriel as well was in, times, the, was in the end zone um, and he's not quite there he's not taking the leap that we've seen with Mahomes or somebody like that yeah. so I don't know if, if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays as well as he can I don't know whether Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago offense can keep pace that's the issue if they go if they go out hot then they could blow the Bears away but if the Bears can can work the running game get Howard involved maybe a little cheeky Howard anytime touchdown this game get Tariq Cohen a little bit more involved and get out to a lead then the Bucks have to force a few more things but if the Bucks go out hot like they have done a few games especially the first couple of weeks it, it'd be hard to keep pace with because I agree I don't think Trubisky's quite got it in him so if we're going with that and we're, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be quite a low scoring too, yeah. you can get under 43 points at uh, 13 to 8 so it's not bad. Under 47, 19 to 20 is going to be a bit safer, but I think one of those, I think it's going to be a lower score. Again. Yeah, definitely. And if you do fancy uh, Tampa Bay and this one, they're underdogs again at 27 to 20. Are you, are you sticking with the Bears? Sticking with the Bears. Bears half-time, full-time, 23 to 18 if you want to enhance the odds against you the 7 to 10. Yeah, but you just get great odds. If the Bears go out quick, I'm not sure the Bucks are going to go, like, turn it back. Yeah. So, yeah, half-time, full-time. Bears 7-10 to 10 outright. Yeah. I, I like the Bears. Yeah. Well, I, I've, got a good, I've got a field goal to be missed, 11-10. to 10. Oh. I like that for this. Because both, um, both missed the field goal last week. The Bucks notoriously bad. Just to miss one good. field goal? Yeah. 11-10. I like those odds. Get on it. Moving on to the last week's squad game we've chosen, which is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Atlanta Falcons. This, for me, is a, is a good game. I think this could be a cool game. I should hope so. That's why I picked it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bengals, quite big outside outside favourites here. Not outside favourites. Outside challengers, we call them. Should we start this one again? No. Two to one. Yeah, start that again. <laughs> start that again. Outsiders. Outsiders. Outsiders yeah. Fair enough. Go on, sorry then. That's alright. Start again. Right. Okay, let's yeah. move on to the last uh, of the six o'clock games on Sunday, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals and the Atlanta Falcons. Bengals quite big outsiders in this game. You gave them a 2-1. to one. How do you feel about that? <laughs> How do I feel? Yeah, do you know? I feel okay. Like, hey, you're going to make me spit everywhere in my That's assignment the of the Cincinnati okay. Bengals. Um, I feel fine about that because every time I see the Atlanta Falcons, I'm picking them. You're picking them every yeah, time? Yeah, because to me, they are ridiculously... I don't know how they can be one and two. 
at this point. Because their defence is, bang, is banged up. They've got three, <laughs> yes, admittedly they've got three players out on defence, but that passing attack is so good. They've got so many options. I just feel like every time the offence comes on the field, they're going to score. They're sorting out the red zone problems. Matty they've Ice, sorted out in a big way. Matty Ice, Ice is back to where he should be. Um, I think he picked up about 45 points or so on uh, fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, I know that because I have it. I but have you also it. had Calvin Ridley, and what happened to him? Oh, he went, he went nuts. I know. He Did went you nuts. Uh, I, I, uh, he's on my bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the Falcons to me, I, I just, especially at home, um, I, I just can't look past them. Yeah, 7 to 15, big favourites. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think they are deserving favourites, and I'm excited to see them play again. They, they, both of their losses have come by one score. And, and now that they're just rolling, I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to keep up. I think this one will be a bit of a shootout, and, and Andy Dalton just doesn't have it for me. I think he, he could have it, but I'm not sure if AJ Green's going to be fit. Or I think he'll play by the sounds of um, the press conferences and, and that kind of stuff, but I, he's not fully fit, and that's big. Um, Tyler Boyd has stepped up, John Ross is obviously a good deep threat, but... They missed Joe Mixon as well on the offense, and I think that's a big miss for them. When the first couple of games, he looked great, and he he could not only run the ball, he could receive the ball at the backfield, and one of those missing, let alone both those missing, is big, big trouble for the Bengals. Yeah, Tyler Eifert coming back, he's uh, had 74 yards from six passes on Sunday, and it's good. It, it, like it's good to see Tyler Eifert coming back because. If you remember, he got injured in the Pro Bowl, which is such a stupid yeah. place to get injured, and had, has been set back two years. Yeah. And he was so important for Cincinnati back when they were really um, a, a challenger for the AFC. So it's nice to see him coming back, and he's getting more and more action. Um, I'd like him any time touchdown scorer. That yeah. would make me happy. Um, but when it comes down to it, Ben, I'm going to take the Falcons. The, the point spread is minus 6.5 on the Falcons. And I would take that. At yeah. 21 to 20, uh, that's, that's it for me. The, the Falcons yeah. are, are going to win by at least a touchdown. They're going to score points, aren't they? Yeah. I've got them over 27.5 at 10 to 11. I think that's a good bet. Yeah. And over 54 in total points for the whole game, both Bengals and Falcons, at 13 to 10, over 54. So you think that the Bengals are going to keep pace a little bit? Yeah, they're not going to roll over. They've got too much. And then Dalton are playing well this season. They won't roll over. They'll score some points. I can see this being a being a whitewash. Really? Yeah. I think, I think the bolt. Bo- bo- let's say uh, thirty-five ten. No, the Bengals will score at least twenty points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll have a side bet on that. <laughs> uh, I like uh, Coleman at any time touchdown scorer as well. Yeah. I think he's starting to grow it. He didn't have a bit of a poor game last week, but he did score a touchdown. Rushed really well the week before. Excuse <coughs> me. So I think uh, Coleman like any time touchdown scorer. All right, very nice. Let's move on to uh, Sky Sports later game, the 9.25pm Sky Sports action. Uh, the New Orleans Saints against the New York Giants. And another, another one, another team, the New York Giants, who don't quite have an identity yet, Ben. No, it's kind of, well, the, the Giants at home, and they're 13-8, to 8, that says a lot about yep. the Giants. Nobody knows what they are. They've got some great playmakers, but they don't know how to get them the ball. Like Saquon Barkley makes big rushes, and then suddenly he'll the next five, six, um, six uh, rushes he'll he'll average one or two yards. So yeah. they can't get anything going. And Beckham has a big game, then not a lot. Defense, nobody really knows what's happening there. Their right tackle's a massive issue. Mm. So 
I, I, I don't trust a guy as far as I can throw him. <laughs> Coming up against uh, New Orleans Saints, who are obvious favourites at 4-7 in this one. Um, they come off a 43-37 overtime win yeah. against the Falcons. Um, and, and Drew Brees, who seems to have found a little bit of form, he uh, surpassed Brett Favre's record yeah, nice. for uh, total completions. Um, which he'll, he'll be looking on to the next record, and he, he's, he's still gunning for for more and more yards, and he, he doesn't seem to be slowing down, No, Drew Brees, and he's got so many weapons with, with Kamara, uh, Michael Thomas, all of these guys, Jimmy Graham, who we still haven't seen, I, I don't know if you remember, but early on, in, uh, early on I think in the week Jimmy one, Graham. week one predictions, oh that's Green Bay Packers, yeah. I'm getting too excited, I was ben about Watson. to, got old man ben Watson. I was about to admit how, uh, how high I was on Jimmy Graham, and, and he hasn't done anything, <laughs> um, yeah, Ben Watson, sorry, who, who again... Slotting into the, the system quite nice. It was like he rewound the clock the other yeah. day. Um, so Drew Brees is starting to see the best of his, um, of his surrounding talent as well. And the Saints' defence still hasn't quite got there, but it's got a chance to get healthy against Eli Manning because Manning doesn't let the ball go particularly quickly. Yeah. They've got a chance to really rush the passer in this one, and I feel like Manning is going to get a lot of pressure. Dude, I still don't trust the Saints defence. I think it's going to be a shootout again. Over 50 points, 24 to 25, I'd have some of that. I think the Giants will score points again. I think they've got too many weapons, and I don't trust the Saints to shut that down in any way. What do you make of the point spread? It's only 3.5 points in favour of New Orleans. To me, that doesn't seem enough. No, I'd say to over that. Yeah. Six and a half. Yeah. I'll tell you what six and a half is right now. Yeah, tell me what six and a half is. Oh, you're putting me under pressure. Pressure. Six and a half, uh, five to four. Oh, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. definitely take that. Yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, that the Saints are the one in this game. I can't see past them. Having said that, I couldn't see past the Patriots against the Lions. So what do I know? No, you don't know a lot. <laughs> but we try. If you were to, if who is the shining light for New York? If who's who's going to make it happen? Uh, Saquon. It's got to be Saquon, really, because. Odell's too reliant on Eli Manning to step. It's maybe it's Eli Manning really. Yeah. But Barkley could make it happen by himself if if he can really get churning on the ground, then that can turn again. Yeah. And he has proven he can bounce out of holes and make some big plays. A couple of those and suddenly that's a game to his head. So that one is the uh, 9.25 on Sky Sports action. Looking ahead to Sunday night football, uh, which is actually Monday morning. Uh, 1.20 a.m. on Sky Sports. Gets you every time, that doesn't it? It does, yeah. Uh, the Baltimore, it's because I write it in my notes and I just confuse myself. Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, very intriguing AFC North battle yeah. here. Ben, who's coming out on top? We've got the Ravens at 23.15. Steelers slight favourites for 4-6, but who do you fancy? I do see it as a bit of a toss-up in this. I think they're two evenly matched teams. Two teams that maybe haven't quite got it fully going. I think the Ravens are better than everyone thought and the Steelers are a little bit worse, which makes us quite an even matchup. Mm-hmm. I would back the Steelers at home yeah. to win. But with the odds of the Ravens a little bit longer, I wouldn't be afraid to put to have a punt on the Ravens to win. You can have Ravens plus three, uh, obviously at evens there, and I I, I think it's gonna be really close. Do you yeah. think it's gonna be high scoring or do you think it's gonna be quite a cagey low scoring affair? Don't know. I, I'm middle of the ground. It doesn't really help anyone. I've, I've got over 26 and a half Steelers points at 45 because the Steelers just score points. Yeah. Even if they go behind, they'll throw the ball a lot and they'll score points. 
I am telling you it's going to be a big scoring game. Yeah? Yeah, because the Steelers are so bad on defence right now. Uh, they're giving away penalties for fun. They have 37 penalties through three games, which is outstanding. The second worst in NFL history behind uh, the 1998 Oakland Raiders, if you'll, uh, if you'll oh, believe it. Fact. Um, yeah, and I just don't see how the Steelers are going to stop the Ravens. And yet on the other side of that, uh, Big Ben's thrown to seven different passes. Uh, this season already. He's making things happen. Um, I think he had yeah, 353 yards and three touchdowns um, last game as well. So he's making things happen on his own. Big Ben's playing well. There are, I just think it's going to be big scoring. Yeah, there's a lot of playmakers there. They interchange the tight ends as well. So they've got a lot of weapons and Ravens are a little bit undecided, but I've got, I'm going to put a bet out there because it just keeps spiking me. I've got Alex Collins in one of my fantasy football leagues and Javarius Allen, Buck Allen, just scores a touchdown every week. So if you want a touchdown, take it, take it any time touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Javarius Allen. Yeah, have it. He just does all the goal line work, gets all the, all the praise, all the glory. Fair enough. Let's move on to the Monday Night Football then, the last game of the week. And you then, staying up for this one? Uh, of course. Always. <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> this is exciting. It's it's one of the I think they've saved the best till last. Yeah, they? big divisional game. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos, big divisional game. Like you say, Ben, the Chiefs heavy favourites are eight to fifteen on this one. Is that the way you see it going? It's hard to look past that. Broncos nineteen to ten. That's massive odds, but the Chiefs have been on fire. They scored thirty eight points minimum every single game. Mile high in Denver is such a hard place to go. Yeah. Nineteen to ten seems a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, but that was when like Appeal to Leave was there, and um, they have got Von Miller, who looks good. But um, who did they draft first round this year? Oh, you put me under pressure. Oh, I can't tell you off the top of my head. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to find out for find you. Find out. You, you have, have to. to, to Defensive ends. Chubb. Chubb. Nick Chubb. Not Nick Chubb. Who's Nick Chubb? The running back. <laughs> it's still Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. There we go. <laughs> Goodness me. Oh dear. He hasn't quite lived up to expectations in postseason. In pre. In. The season. Season. <laughs> he did well in pre-season, but I'm not, that defence isn't, so I'm not sold on it yet, and I am very much sold on the Chiefs' offence, yeah. so I think I'll light it up. Over 54.5 points, because I think that could happen, because I think Case Keenum loves a shootout. If they go behind, he'll just start throwing it. 5-6, uh, to six, I think it's going to be a lot of points. Yeah, I, I just can't see, I can't see how it won't be a lot of points. I've, I've, I've read recently that the fans aren't particularly happy in Denver with Case Keenum, and there's been, been there's been calls to put in the backup, Chad Kelly. I don't. I, I think I think uh, Keenum's been okay. Yeah. He hasn't he hasn't set the world alight. But I mean, Denver, be careful what you wish for. You know, last season was an absolute dross yeah. at quarterback, and and you know he doesn't have a huge amount around him. Uh, Case Keenum. There's a couple of like Manny Sanders, uh, a couple of older legends. Thomas, yeah. But they're not, it's not like you've got Kamara and Odell Beckham and Michael no, Thomas yeah. to play with. It's not really different, isn't it? And they're reliant on Philip Lindsay, I think, and Freeman at the backfield. If they can, those two can really get, up, get it going, that'll take a lot of pressure off Case Keenum. I know Davin Cook went down last year, but he got a lot of support from the Tavis Murray and Jared McKinnon. So keep the running game can get hot. I st- I, he's going to do a job for you, Case Keenum. He'll win you some games. Yeah, this case team that we've got now. He will win you some games, but not this one. And that's why I fancy the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, minus 6.5 at uh, uh, 6 to 5. Yeah. That's what Chiefs points. Um, so they're evens at 30.5 points. 
I think that's great odds. Over 30 and a half points, even. For just the Chiefs? Just the Chiefs. Yeah. It's um, got a minimum of 38, 42, 38. That's what they're doing. Mahomes isn't going to slow down in this one. It's a big divisional rivalry. They're going to want to set their stall out. Lead, lead, uh, lead, lead the AFC West by a million miles. And, uh, and this is the game. Mahomes, another big game. Yeah. They still need to start running the ball better than the Chiefs. But this game, Chiefs. Well, Ben, a feast of week four action. Uh, it would be remiss of us not to look back at our odd checker treble from week three. And flew in, didn't it? Uh, it did not. Oh. No, I mean, one of us did very well. Well, for once. I had the Rams, uh, minus seven points, and that came in. But Ben, you went for the Bengals, and they got, uh, got dropping. By 10. Got dropping by Carolina Panthers. And uh, our producer, Tom, went for the Eagles, uh, minus seven as well. Lessons learned, though. Never pick the team, the away team. Is that, have you learned that lesson for this week? Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Uh, let's have a look, then, at the odds checker treble for this week, we're going to start with me because I was correct okay, last time. We'll go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I am going. I've already hyped them up on this video, so I'm going for the Cleveland Browns to get to uh, get get back up there. Get on the street. They're going to be on a, a, a positive ratio for the first time ever because uh, it'll be two one and one, won't they? Yeah, this one. So the Browns to beat the Oakland Raiders. That's a thirteen to ten on the road. I like it, Ben. You. I've chosen the Lions on the road. I haven't learned any lessons. Uh, <laughs> seven to five. Cowboys don't trust as far as I can throw them either. So I'm gonna. I'm happy to take the lines. I think they've turned turned around a little bit. A little corner turned. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Tom, our producer, he's uh, he's one and one at the moment in these picks. So Ben, just remember, you're the only one that uh, is zero two. That's quite embarrassing. He's, uh, Tom's <laughs> gone for Falcons at minus five points. Now totaling that all together, give That's ten to eleven, by the way. That gives you 10 to 11. Yes, very good. Thank you, Ben. Um, <laughs> putting that all together gives you a best price of 10 to 1 Juicy. on odds checker. So make sure, if you fancy that, because we've done so well so far, <laughs> make sure you get on odds checker. Put that one in. It's going to come in. I'm feeling good. You, you will hear about it when it comes in. Yeah, absolutely. You won't ever not hear about it. We'll live on that one forever. Good luck to you if you're going to bet with that one. I'm certainly going to have a little go on that. Um, thank you very much for watching. To check out all the odds, go to oddschecker.com. Uh, we'll be back next week reviewing week four and looking ahead to week five. So make sure you join us then. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Thomas. And we'll see you soon. Cheers.